RJ. And I'm Adam, and you're listening to Showgaze, a movie musical podcast. It's the nuns. It's the nuns from in the back, back. From they're back, like, far the away, they're like, in the how do we solve a problem <laughs> like your bitch ass? Bitch ass. Bitch ass. I'm just a girl who can't say no. I'm in a terrible fix. Um, no. What is Nope. You are so much older and wiser. Huh? It's almost like it was when the same I'm composer. in a holiday mood. <laughs> Oklahoma, ladies and gentlemen. I forget. I forget. Today Oklahoma. we are discussing Rogers and Hammersteins. Hammerstein? Is it Hammerstein or Hammerstein? Hammerstein. Um, so Did we have this conversation on our Sound of Music episode? Probably. The thing that I hear now, though, is I hear myself breathe. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's awful. Mm-hmm. Horrendous. Uh, and I think it picks. It definitely picks up on the episodes. I need. Oh, it does. I have to cut around it. Uh, I. That's the other thing is I try to cut in between pauses, mm-hmm. but like, or like during a pause, but sometimes it catches like the breath before, so right. it like sounds weird it's the mm-hmm. <gasps> so anyway <Hi>. today <laughs> i feel like i'm do you know the video chocolate rain chocolate rain don't ding ding a boom bum ba dum boom chocolate rain by tazon day yes absolutely but, youtube legend do but do you remember that he would like yes breathe away <gasps> from the microphone chocolate rain <gasps> yeah i don't know why i did it when it's this is again famously a visual medium, <laughs> so no one saw me do it. Oh man, Tazan Day was peak YouTube when I attempted to be famous on YouTube. Do you remember History of Dance? Yes. Yeah. Did you know Happy Sleep? What is that? I think it was just a Filipino. Oh. Um, mm-hmm. Happy Very Sleep. Averse. It's this. It's essentially my gig before. Is it annoying that I do this? And I'm very, I'm way better about it now. But is mm. it annoying when I would do the thing where I go, do you know this part of American culture? And you'd go, no. And I go, Ugh. but then when you were like, do you know this part of Filipino culture? And I go, no, you just have to accept it. Yeah. Hmm. What mm. does that say about? So it's, it's privilege. Our privilege. and. But I've gotten better about it, I think. Mm. Haven't I? Um, I think our friends are still bad about it. But I've oh, been yeah. more like. He grew up in the Philippines. <laughs> yes. Because I had to like literally like yell at me about yell it. Yell at you about it. Mm-hmm. That was fun. That's what marriage is about. <laughs> Yelling. Yelling. <laughs> in good times. And <laughs> <laughs> bad times. I'll be on your side. You know what we haven't Speaking done of, in quarantine? Oh, making singing videos. I was going to try to segue, but okay. We'll keep no, going not done this. yet. Um, <laughs> Is this make- is going to be a three-hour episode because we have nothing, nothing else to, to do. This is our only... <laughs> Listeners, let me tell you what happens in, in this house. In this house... In this house, we... we... Hakuna Matata. This is what happens. I wake up. I close the bedroom door. 
and then mm-hmm. I take a shower and then I, I work from home. Adam wakes up and gets out of bed around mm, two. That's not true. <laughs> and then he my mom listens to this. <laughs> and then he immediately true. goes. I get to up the at like ten. Yeah, but only recently. Yeah, because I've been going to bed at like one. And then he does puzzles for two hours in bed. Not that long. And then we'll go. I on do Twitter. like two podcasts worth of puzzles. Okay. But anyway, the point is that we don't actually talk to each other. No, we don't. That's actually what's saving this quarantine situation. Yeah, is that we just... We're just pretending like like we don't exist. Yet there's no one else at home. And then around like 5 o'clock, which is when we'd normally see each other, then like, like, what'd you do today? How was your day? (laughs) (laughs) I think the dog needs to go out. (sighs) Yeah. So that's fun. Um, Yeah, we haven't done the like what everyone is doing right now in quarantine videos. Mm -hmm. It's like... Everyone made a TikTok. I did. I will say I did impulse buy a phone like holder with your pop socket. So you can just like either like mount it on your wall or like it can be a stand because I just am tired of we've been FaceTiming a lot, too. Mm -hmm. So it's like it'd be nice to just be able to like your phone up and set it up. Um, for the TikTok videos that we'll most likely start making in a week if this quarantine lasts longer than two weeks. Speaking of people not having things to do, it really yeah. goes back to Oklahoma in 1906. When there was nothing else to do. there was nothing else to do. But to watch. <gasps> now I'm super conscious of it because I can only hear myself do this. I know, but it doesn't pick up that bad on in the Xbox. Mm, kind of, it kind of does. I have to like speak s- like this so that the breath, the the mm-hmm. wind does not hit the microphone, but I think it still does. Yeah, it still does. You know what? It's, Your I'm breathing. Are very big. I'm living. Okay. And if you, the listener, can't deal with that, now that I filled eight minutes, um, <laughs> oh my God. We only have 20 of, to do the history of, of intro. History. Um, I'm ba- essentially opening for you. I'm doing a full history today. Oh, because this is a historic musical. This, this is, is the first hall. musical. No, I, mean, I thought it was. No, wasn't this the first musical ever put showboat. on Broadway? Oh no, Showboat. I was mistaking this for Showboat. Oh, okay. But Oklahoma is historic, and it's. There's like it, it, Oklahoma's like a milestone or a historic thing, isn't it? Yeah, it's their first. Is it their first? It's their first. It's their first. It's R and H's first musical, mm-hmm. and it's the musical that ushered in the golden age. Oh, okay, so that's probably what I'm thinking of. Showboat was like the first to do to start treading down the path of like Musicals. songs have to do with the plot. Yeah, they still had some that didn't do mm-hmm. with the plot they were like supplementals or like specialties yeah, is yeah, what yeah. they called them um since then most productions take those out mm. um but this was like the first show that like did every song had to do with the plot of the show mm. great in the stage production this first scene is 45 minutes long what constitutes as the first scene just him saying singing <clears throat> oklahoma so- no, he doesn't sing Oklahoma until the end of the show. Oh, beautiful morning. Oh, what a beautiful morning. And then. Um, oh, up to. 
Poor Judd is dead? Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. I was doing that math in my head. Yeah. Yeah, because technically all of that really does just take place in the same... It could just take place in the same place. Right. Yeah. They split it up for the movie, but yeah. Sprinkling the train station in there. Oklahoma. Yeah. Opened in 1943 mm-hmm. on Broadway. It ran for 2,212 performances, which was the longest running Broadway show of all time at the time. It was... In, it was. What, what, over what replaced it? My Fair Lady. In the 50s. Um, written by Richard Rodgers and Oscar, Oscar Hammerstein II. Um, the Tony Awards did not exist when it came out. so But it did win a special Pulitzer Prize in 1944. Wow, it's a Pulitzer. Mm-hmm. A special Pulitzer. So like, you know what I mean? Not like a Ronan Farrow Pulitzer. <laughs> uh-huh. For Rodgers and Hammerstein's investigative work, into Harvey. In the plight Did you see Harvey of... Weinstein got coronavirus? Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Wow. It is, um, so it is Rodgers and Hammerstein's first collaboration together. Rodgers and Hart had worked together previously, but Lorenz Hart um, ended up like succumbing to alcoholism. Not like he died, but he just like was like, I can't work. <laughs> I can't work anymore. I'm just, I'm just so busy with drinking and it's just Speaking really. Speaking of drinking, I just had. Time. Canadian club whiskey. Yeah. I had a shot. Adam I took like, a shot of well funny. whiskey because and he was I, like, I would need to be funny in this episode. My throat is on fire. Horrible. It is based on a play called Green Grow the Lilacs huh. by Lynn. Oh, I should have written that name down. Lynn something who was from. Lynn Nottage, who also wrote Ruined. <laughs> Shut up. Um, who was from Claremore, Oklahoma and is like in eighth Cherokee. Oh, okay. Um, also gay. Oh. Also later in life was like paid to like be a date by the studios with Betty Davis and John Crawford. <laughs> Just Maybe. to like escort them around. Yeah. Um, the play was put on in the 30s. Um, it was not met with critical acclaim. But then there was a reproduction of it and someone had added folk songs to it. So then the people at the public theater were like, the, no, the theater guild, they were like, oh, this could be done as like a musical and it would be really, it could be really good. So then they, that's when they approached um, Richard Rogers and then Oscar Hammerstein was like, hey, I'm going to hop on. Um, Hammerstein preferred to write lyrics first and Richard Rogers preferred to write the music after the lyrics had already been penned. And both of them had worked the opposite previously. So like mm. them coming together was like the truly like the defining moment mm. of like, this is how we should work together. Agnes DeMille, it was her first time choreographing for Broadway. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's interesting. Uh, the original... She directed, she choreographed. choreographed. The um, the show was originally called "Away We Go" in tryouts mm. with an ask or with an exclamation point. Um, wow! So the exclamation point really. The tryout happened stayed. in like Boston, and like audiences liked it, but um, the critical reception was like mixed. And then after the tryout, when they moved it to Broadway, they added the song "Oklahoma" and re repackaged, renamed as, the show "Oklahoma," yeah. and then it was like across the board everybody loved the show 
Um, wow, the, well, a little bit of patriotism. <laughs> the only review, excuse me, the only reviewer that didn't like it was from the Post, the New York mm. Post. Um, but the New York Times, Br- Brooks Adkinson said, after a verse like that, this is in reference to Oh, What a Beautiful Morning. He said, oh, after a verse like that, sung to a buoyant melody, the banalities of the old musical stage became intolerable. Like saying, like, songs that can actually, like, have meaning and metaphor are, like, more important than just, like, showstoppers, basically. Um, Ushered in the Golden Age. And then for the show, or for the movie, there are two songs that are cut. So It's a Scandal, It's an Outrage is a song by Allie Hackam. And then Judd sings a song called Lonely Room. And that was also cut. Yes. I In the episode of Encore... Where they did the Oklahoma, mm-hmm. he was singing a song that I was like, I would never this? heard that in my Who is she? life. Who is she? So the movie um, Oklahoma came out in 1955, same year that Disneyland opened. Hmm. My mother was born the same year that Disneyland opened. Mm-hmm. Um, the it is here that you will really have fond memories of yesterday, tomorrow. Adventure and fantasy. Fred Zinnemann. Zinnemann. Minimum aluminum. Was the director. Mm. He was mostly a director of westerns, which I think you can tell in like some of the yeah, that is a vibe. setup shots. Um, This was his first and only musical. And I think it's fine in terms of like directing Direction. wise. It's like standard. It does like portray the expanse of yes, like the, the west plains, yeah. which is very good is oklahoma the great plains yes okay but i would say that the musical the movie struggles with like dance sequences and yeah. like showing but i think the ballet's fine yeah i don't think it's very i mean the the it's pretty good the box dance social is fun too the box social the skidmore party mm-hmm um, Sonia Levin and William Ludwig wrote the screenplay. Gordon McRae played Curly. Mm-hmm. Gloria Graham played Ado Annie. Jean Nelson played Will Parker. Charlotte Greenwood played Aunt Eller. Rod Steiger played Judd. Eddie Albert played Allie Hackam. James Whitmore played Ado Annie's dad. Mm-hmm. And Shirley Jones played Lori. This was her first film. Introducing, introducing Shirley, Shirley Jones. Jones. We've done one other Shirley Jones film. We did um, Music Man. Music Man. So this is our we technically film. saw Carousel, but we do, did not do an episode. Right, we have not it. done an episode on Carousel, but we have seen it together. Mm-hmm. James what was Whitmore. one that she did like when she was older? Didn't she do one like when she was older? She did the Partridge Family. Ah, mm-hmm. she's the mom. She's great. Love her. Um, James Whitmore, I said, played Ano Annie's dad. Remember how you were like, he's a young person playing an old person? Yeah. He was two years older than Gloria Graham. Yep. He was like 32. I was like, the old age makeup is very apparent. Yeah. Here. It's weird. Yeah. Like, why? Shirley Jones was like 20, mm-hmm. which is very apparent, too, because she mm-hmm. looks Skin stunning. is tight. Like, she, ugh, that skin, skin is... Skin is healthy, hydrated. Glowing. Yeah. Um, Robert Surtees and Floyd Crosby did the cinematography. The film was released by RKO Radio Pictures. 
on October 11th, 1955. Um, the film was what was called at the time a roadshow picture. Have you ever heard of this before? I've heard of it, but I don't know what it means. So a roadshow picture meant it basically had a really long release process. So they had one can and oh. they would take it to New York and then they would drive they it would around travel. and oh. then they would ride release it after it had done its like tour, oh. almost like a show. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> There was like a mat, like the 50s to the 70s were mm-hmm. like the prime age for the roadshow road pictures and they were different from regular movies because you had to like have an assigned seat. Mm. It had a 15 minute intermission. All this stuff. So, like, all those classics that you think oh. of from that time period, that was part of that. That was how they were released. Um, pretty much every musical was like that. Um, okay. Favorite part. So, the budget. How much do you think this movie cost? Girl, I don't know. In now terms? No, in 1955. I don't know the inflation. Just uh, a buck and a, a buffalo nickel. Uh, $60,000. $6.8 million. Okay. Which is, like insane uh-huh. that doesn't even caught i'll tell i'll tell you about this later but they shot this film twice essentially what um but that doesn't even take in the like development of that other type mm. of cinematography that they came up with this movie has made so far six million is how much Six point eight was budget like 40 million 7.1 million dollars oh. So, you know, just scraping by. <laughs> a smash hit. Um, It was not filmed in Oklahoma because there were too many oil wells. Oh, yikes. So <laughs> they filmed it in Arizona. Which is more. Which is more, yeah, looks westy. Yeah. Um, They shot it in a town called Nogales. Yes, Nogales. Arizona. It's a um, it's a border town. Oh, great! Um, so they shot it there, um, and then they did. They had like other scenes in different towns mm-hmm. around Arizona, but that was most of their like exteriors were in Nogales. Uh, their interiors happened at MGM Studios, mm. which was the first so film the to social. not be an MGM Studios picture oh, that shot on that. the MGM lot. Mm, cool. So that's cool. Um, okay, uh, Curly. Mm-hmm. Who who also could have played him? We like to know this. Um, <coughs> who were the stars of the time? Who were the stars of the time? What year was this? Fifty five. Fifty five. I don't know, girl. A uh, Humphrey Bogart. Nope. Uh, Cary Grant. Nope. Uh, Old Blue Eyes. No. But that movie comes out like two years later. Okay. Um. I mean, Guys with Dolls is what I was referring to. Oh. Yeah, me too. (laughs) James Dean. Okay. And Paul Newman. Oh, that would have been good. Yeah. James Dean did not get it because they said he had not, like, fully developed his technique yet. So there were, like, scenes that he did really well and then, like, scenes he, Mm -hmm. like, didn't know. Too green. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, the other one who was, could have been Laurie is Joan Woodward. The name is familiar. Because she is a Best Actress winner from 53, Mm -hmm. I think, um, for like the Three Lives of Eve or something like that. More importantly, she was Paul Newman's wife. Ah, so it would have been a package Mm -hmm. deal if it was him. Very cute. 
Um, so let's talk about the 35 millimeter situation. So classic CinemaScope 35 millimeter. There was a process they were developing called Todd AO, which was shot, which was basically shooting on 70 millimeter, which was like more widescreen, more expansive, more, more clear, um, more relevant. More so timeless. they had to do the takes twice, essentially. Mm-hmm. Some some of the takes they did twice, and some of them they like had the cameras next to each other. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thirty five millimeter was what ended up like lasting pretty mm-hmm. much. But um, a couple years ago, in twenty fourteen, um, there was a restoration process that took eight months to complete for the Turner Classic Movies, um, like festival in mm-hmm. hollywood so that's cool and now if you buy the blu-ray you get the 35 millimeter and the 70 millimeter oh. so you can like compare them and i guess the 70 millimeter like looks incredible supposedly mm. um what else so um in the stage version um this is a little bit cutting to the end but um in the stage version judd falls on his own knife so he goes to attack curly yep. with a knife and then he trips and falls oh, on his okay. own knife Hence the joke in the musical, musicals, musical, where she goes, he tripped and fell on his own knife, <laughs> which is great. Um, in the screen version, it actually is an homage to the original play, Green Grow the Lilacs, where there's the haystack burning and then he falls on and then oh. he falls on him, which makes his knife plunge into his chest. Um, the train mm-hmm. from the train station is still in Arizona. It oh. can be found in Tucson. It's like in a museum. Oh, <laughs> fun. Gloria Graham, Ado Annie, mm-hmm. was tone deaf. That explains it. That explains a lot. That explains a lot. Um, they had to edit her songs note by note oh. because she could not hit a single note. Wow. So mm-hmm. that all so that song is like fully doctored. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. And isn't it just, it's just like such a time capsule of like 1955, like a studio being like, we're getting Gloria Graham. She's famous. Yeah. Like, but is she good? <laughs> no, it's fine. She's like the biggest name in the movie, which yeah. is crazy. Um, The Goon Girls. Those two girls. Those two girls yep. that keep popping they up. They keep dancing. Um, They were only supposed to be in like one number they were only mm-hmm. supposed to be in the um many a new day sequence mm-hmm. but they were added by the director to be in every sequence because he was worried there wasn't enough comedy coming from ado annie because she was playing her too sexy so he was like i'm sorry <laughs> you you're telling me mm-hmm. that, that portrayal of ado annie was allegedly sexy. Well, I wouldn't say it is sexy. I would say she she was playing she her as like promiscuous. Like she she's doesn't like, I am try the... to like go for like broad comedy, which I think most people do when they play Ado yes. Annie. I think she was still trying to be like, I'm cute. I was yes, yeah. Which yeah, I yeah. don't think is the point. No, <laughs> that's fine. Um, no. So they added them to every sequence so that there would be a laugh, I guess. Um, them silently dancing. <laughs> Yeah. Doing vaudeville <laughs> movements. Yeah. This one? Yeah. Where they're like waving over their heads. It's great. Yeah. Um, the sequence where they get on the train and then they jump off the train. They were about to film it. Do you remember this part? in At the end of... Um, yes. Will's song. Yes. Kansas City. 
Um, so they jump off the train. Mm-hmm. So the union representative called and stopped the production because he heard that they had to jump off. And he was like, wait, there needs to be an adjustment to their pay because they're doing a stunt. Oh. So they got $250 each for every time they jumped. And wow. they did seven takes. Wow. And then later, one of the girls was like... Doing girls cashing in. Yeah. Those girls, they were like, I need to call for adjustments more often because I got to pay off my 51 Ford. <laughs> Which is very funny. It's funny. Um, Many a New Day took 43 takes. Hold on. <laughs> yeah. How? I don't know. I mean, there were a lot... I, mm, there were a lot of, like, different angles that they took. Like, the shot yeah. was built at different angles. Yeah. I don't know if it's just... Yeah, I don't know. I don't that. know if it means, like, one specific shot was 43 takes. It could be. Yeah. I don't know. I just thought that was interesting. Um, and then it was added to the National Film Registry in 2007. And that's the history of Oklahoma. The history of Urklahermer. Okay. Do you have any personal connections with the show? No. Can I say... <laughs> I mean, You know so little from... about this show that when I was watching it by myself, like a week ago, you walked in and you were like, watching it for a second, and you were like, where does this show take place again? And I was like... <laughs> Oklahoma. You were like, oh, that's right. Um, I mean, aside from like musical theater history, that will general like just like learn of it. Yeah, I mean, I I did not come across the show at all in like my own like exploration of musical theater. Mm -hmm. It wasn't until like school that I was like, oh, that's what. That's who made sound music. Got it. (laughs) Yeah. They're like a thing. And this is like their like legacy and mm-hmm. like their style and and the golden age was like a thing. I was like, Oh, okay, I understand. It's but nothing You had never seen like a high school production. Mm-hmm. It's done so much in I'm, high schools. I know that it's the most done, like community theater and high school show. Mm-hmm. Um and I didn't even Which is know... weird because it's actually pretty dark. Yeah. <laughs> like it's Yeah. I don't even know. I didn't even know a song before it. Before it. Really? Mm-mm. You knew the music from Main Street. Yeah, but I mean, that was also like. This, I already knew Oklahoma then. Mm, okay. But no, yeah, I never, I never heard Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. So. Great. What's your story? I'm sure. I have never been in the show. Hmm. Um, the this the community theater that I like grew up in the South Bend Civic Theater. Please donate. Um, they, I did the Music Man and I was Winthrop, and the next year they did Oliver, and then the year after they did Oklahoma. And for whatever reason, I just didn't audition. I don't know why. Hmm. But I, I mean, I could have been in it, but I just didn't audition. So, Mom and Diana were in it. Oh. Mm-hmm. Fun, mm-hmm. and that's when Diana got engaged <sighs> to Will, <laughs> to Will Parker, because he had the fifty dollars. Mm-hmm. He had the fifty dollars. Who did they play? Just they were in the ensemble. They were just in the ensemble. Fun. Mom had been in the Music Man with me, mm. and then you were in Sound of Music with Diana. But that was her high school. Mm-hmm. Yep. Leslie famously has never done a show. Unless you count the Christmas pageants that mom <laughs> forced her to be in. 
Um, so that's cool. So I've never been in it, but I know it, and I've had the um, film soundtrack cast recording like all my life, so I know it really well. I would not say it's my favorite musical. I would not say it's mine either. And I wouldn't even say it's my favorite. I wouldn't even say it's like the best movie musical. Mm. I think it's good. It definitely holds up. It definitely was a lot shorter than I thought it was going to be. Oh, I thought it was going to be a lot longer. It's still like a two and a half hour movie. (laughs) It's 220. (laughs) I assumed it was going to be like 245, 250. Like a sound of music. Like a sound of music. Like a fiddler. Oh. Fiddler. Yeah. Yeah. That's a long So I was actually very happy when I saw that it was 220. It is like a tight. I will say, just like story wise, it's a very tight story. Um, it's just too, I mean, really, I mean, we're, we don't have it's to get two into triangles. it yet, but it's two love triangles. One's the dramatic version and one's the comedy version. Yeah. And it's, that's all it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but it plays out really quickly. It's really just like the music that makes it long. Yeah. But and the, the songs are really good. All right, let's get into it. Yeah. <laughs> golden haze on the meadow there's a bright golden haze on the meadow the corn is as high as a elephant's eye and it looks like it's climbing clear up to the sky oh what a beautiful morning oh what a beautiful day I got a beautiful feeling everything's going my way all the cattle are there's a bright golden uh-huh. Scared you. You did scare me. Yeah. <laughs> Is this the most famous like male entrance of a show? Um. Of a musical? Because I would say like there are female entrances that are more iconic, like yeah. Dolly. Just like in general, an entrance of a male character. Yeah. Sure. Um, there is one. Um, Pontius Pilate. You could say. Which song does he sing? I don't know. The rock one. Oh, the, yeah. The yeah, yeah. rock one. The one that's like, I'm in a concert. The one, yeah, the one where he's like, I can't tell you mm-hmm. the. That'd be a fun he one to do in by April. What's his name? Axel Rose. Yeah, sure. No. Leonard Skinner. I don't no. know what I'm saying, Leonard girl. Skinner is no girl. Anyway, um, I feel like there's more. I was like Danny Zuko, but no, he kind of just appears. He kind of just appears. 
I would say, I, so like Harold Hill has like a reveal because he's like on the train and then you realize he's there. But that's, That's I don't, no, that's not I don't think it's as iconic as like, I come out Mm -hmm. and I start singing the show. I mean, like King George. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. You're not wrong. Something like that. But anyway, alone, uh, shot, exterior, scene one. Corn. Corn. The tie is an elephant's eye. (laughs) A man on horseback rides in. Mm -hmm. Curly. End scene. End scene. So he's really just being like, all I can think about is the parody song. Oh. Oh, what beautiful corn. What beautiful, beautiful corn. What's this in my tooth? It's a kernel of truth. Shucks, what beautiful corn. I mean, shucks, come on. What beautiful, 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 beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful. It's very that. It is very that. We love a world building song. You know what it's I mean? It's a good song. It's a very yeah. good song. Oh, I really have nothing morning. else to say about this song. It's very, it's, 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 it's what the it scene. is. Yeah. It is what it is. It's it is what it scene. is. It's not, it's not ex, um, expository or. No. Um, you get nothing about the history of what. You do get like that, that like Curly is like a young cowboy who is very assured of mm-hmm. himself mm-hmm. <laughs> and like. Nothing can go wrong in my world. Yeah. So I do love that, like, he interrupts mid-song to, like, say hi to Ann Eller. Oh, yeah. That's fun. Mm-hmm. That's a fun little gag. Ann Eller's great. I think Ann Eller's my favorite part. Ann Eller's the best character in this whole mm-hmm. show. Salt of the earth. Salt of the earth. <laughs> we love a salt of the earth. Salt of the earth. Um, and then Lori comes out. So, yeah, after the song, it's very, like, what are you doing here? Who are you going to ask in that box social tonight? I bet you, I bet you, I reckon you're here to ask Lori. Have you ever seen the libretto for this show? No. Is it written like that? It is written with the like with the dialect. Pronunciation. Yeah. When I performed Grapes of Wrath in high school Was it and the same I way? played um, Tom Jones. Tom Jode. Tom Jones. Yeah. Tom Jones in Who's the Grapes of Wrath. Tom Jones is. It's not on you to have to be loved oh. <laughs> Yeah, that's Tom Jones. Uh-huh. Um, Tom Jode and the yeah the play was written in that like go go on get like that. So that was fun for me to learn that. Yeah, we love that. Um, yeah, and then Laurie appears. Well, he, he was like, oh, I don't I don't know about that. Blah blah blah. I don't even like her. And then Lori comes out with her little bird cage. <laughs> yeah, weirdly. Weirdly. So Lori is. I Ann like Eller's... Lori's line because she says, "Thought you was somebody." Yeah, Ooh! that's good. We love a little shade. I love them. One ten in the shade. Um, <laughs> so Aunt Eller owns this farm. Mm-hmm. And in her Oklahoma. niece, yes, in Oklahoma, the territory. Her niece, yes. Before it becomes a state. In 1907. Which can't wait to get into that later. Mm-hmm. Um, and Lori, her niece, also lives there. Mm-hmm. 
and it's kind of like a well-known secret that they have like a flirtationship with each other but aren't like together oh i like that flirtationship yeah situationship mm-hmm. <laughs> um and so it's kind of like it's almost like the town joke it feels like it yeah because like even later on it's like everyone knows the love triangle yeah <laughs> it's very shocking well so then he's like should i ask you he like kind of like asks around mm-hmm. asking her and she's like you don't even have what would we just take old blue and then he's like no i've got a a specific carriage that i'm going to sing about and then he sings surrey with fringe surrey with the fringe surrey is the name of the type of carriage type of carriage that mm-hmm. it is with the fringe on top i was just when i was watching this number i was like this is amazing like for them to literally be like i'm gonna focus on the carriage yeah and sing a whole song about the carriage that we that i would take you in it's like if someone it's grease lightning (laughs) (laughs) so stupid it is when i take you out tonight with me honey here's the way it's gonna be you will set behind a team of snow white horses in the slickest gig you ever see chicks and ducks and geese better scurry when i take you out in the surrey when i take you out in the surrey with the fringe on top watch that fringe and see how it flutters when i drive them high stepping strutters nosy pokes will peek through the shutters and their eyes will pop the wheels are yellow the upholstery's brown the dashboard's genuine leather with eyes and glass curtains you can roll right down in case there's a change in the weather two bright side lights winking and blinking Ain't no finer rig, I'm a-thinkin' You can keep your rig if you're thinkin' That I'd care to swap Per that shiny little Surrey With the fringe on the top Would you say the fringe was made of silk? It is grease lightning. It is grease lightning. Um, the grease, Roger is grease lightning. Um, it's like if you wrote a musical today and just wrote about, like, how to get an Uber. The Chicksel Cream. For sorry with the fringe on top. Yeah. <laughs> For sorry with the fringe on top. Go, 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 go. Go, sorry with the fringe on top. You got him. Go, sorry. Go, go, sorry. Like 10 feet an hour. Yeah. Go, sorry. Fringe go. on top. Yes. Yeah, it's like if you sing a whole song about how to how to get an Uber. First, you open up your app. Then you say where your location. Then you pick how many people need a ride. Then you pick if you want a standard or if you want the black XL or if you want to share the ride (laughs) with other people. That's called Uber Uber Pool. Uber Pool. Lift, sure. share, lift, lift, pool. No, lift, lift, ride. No, 
We just we don't use Ubers and Lyfts because in Orlando we drive our own cars, so it's like something not now. Yeah, because right now we're Miss, postmates in this quarantine. This quarantine, um, yeah. So that's fun. You know what my favorite use of "Sorry" with the fringe on top in mm-hmm. popular culture is? There is, there's more. <laughs> Besides Oklahoma. <laughs> Besides the reference that it's in. <laughs> what? Oh, I thought you would remember. In when Harry met Sally, they go to like Radio <laughs> Shack. <laughs> And they sing at the karaoke stand. <laughs> and then that's when his ex-wife sure. comes in. Yeah. It's just when With I think of... new old husband. Yeah. When I think of Billy Crystal movies, I just think of his better ones. So I, this one doesn't really... Oh, you think of Billy Crystal's better films. Did yeah. you know he's only been in like seven movies? Yeah. Isn't that insane? <clears throat> doesn't that seem wrong? Oh, does hosting the Oscars not count? <laughs> Isn't that weird? When I think of just when I think of award winning Billy Crystal performances, I only think of Monsters Incorporated. So Uh I don't know if it's award winning, but yeah. Okay. Anyway, he sings a song about the Surrey and she says, No, I still don't want to go. So then so I then don't want to go like, with you. He's like, Well, I made up the Surrey. So then she like gets mad that he like teased her. Yeah. And so then she's like, I won't go with you. And then she runs into the house. And then I guess sometime in this in this next like four minutes where he is talking to Ann Eller and Judd comes in and Judd comes in and goes into the house. Yes. Judd must ask her as ask her. And she was like, yes, to make Curly mad. Yeah. So now she's going with Judd, the hired help in. Ann Eller's farm. Mm-hmm. Who's like a full creep. Yeah. Well, like he okay. comes in and there's like a shadow on him. That's and you're true. like, okay, well, yes. 10 4, but, I got but it. But I will say, once this started, like there's the only thing you really, you just get a bad vibe from him because he's dirty and doesn't speak, really. He doesn't yeah. say a lot. But because he's not <laughs> curly, it's like, oh, he's bad. Well, you find out later he's more than just not curly. <laughs> so um, she goes with Jud. She goes with Jud. So then Curly's mad and he leaves, mm-hmm. singing "Sorry with the Fringe" to make her mad again. And then Ann Eller leaves because she has to go pick up the paper lanterns for the Skidmore Box Social from the train station because Will Parker's getting them when he's coming back from Kansas City. So, um. Lori sits at her vanity and takes her top off. I mean, she still still has like six more layers underneath. Yeah. But she takes her top off. Yeah. And she sees him in her mirror looking at her through the window. And then yeah. when she turns around, he's gone. So she puts her shirt back on and goes outside. And she's like, um, Judd. And then Can he's I like, help you? <laughs> and then he's like, I'll pick you up at sunset. And she's like, um, and he was like, you're not going to go with anybody else but me. Right. And she was like, um, <laughs> and then, yeah, like, she runs like, in the fully house. fully does not answer. She doesn't answer him. Yeah. It's she weird. just ran back in the house. She feels like she's like 16 years old. Mm-hmm. I would buy that. Um, so you catch up with Ann Eller. She's at the train station. Will Parker comes off the train. Now, Will Parker is a friend, a friend. One could say, mm-hmm. Um, and he's just come back 
from Kansas City. Missouri. Mo. Mo. And he starts to tell them all about how the big city is in Kansas, Kansas City. City. You know, the famous Kansas famous City. urban sprawl of Kansas City. Hey, they have great barbecue. They do. <clears throat> I've been to Kansas City, Mo, and it was actually a lot cooler than I expected. Did you go there for speech? Yeah. Oh, okay. It was really cool. I've never been. It's very cool. It's like, it's kind of like the St. Pittsburgh feel where it's kind of like a little rust belty. Mm-hmm. And it's like these, um, you know, like the polite pigs of the world try to like make it like a little bit more trendier. Mm-hmm. Make it like, you know. Great. Yeah. Um, so I get it. I get Will Parker's. Well, Will Parker has fallen in love with all of their local craft breweries. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He was like, man, have you ever had a porter? <laughs> How about those IPAs? <laughs> <laughs> they have these things called stout porters where it tastes like chocolate. <laughs> it tastes like coffee. Coffee. Um, they have this thing called Natro. So this is a song that I would say is more song for song's sake, but it still fits in with the show and what's yeah. happening. Um, he, did you hear that? Yeah. It sounded like asthma. A, a death no. rattle. Well, you know what a death rattle is? Yeah. Like a it? rattlesnake. No. You hear the rattlesnakes rattle. As you close a death up to rattle death is when he's about after to a body has finally like oh and it just lets out the rest of its air mm-hmm. when it's like being autopsied basically that's what it sounds like mm. I would assume I actually have no idea so he sings Kansas City um great number really how iconic. does it go huh how does the song go when uh, he, Oh no, that's sorry with the fringe. Um I can't get sorry with the fringe off my head. I know, ha- I can't hand. either. Hold on. Bam bam Nope. Um hold on. No, I've got this. Yep, there you go. Out as far as they can go. Got to Kansas City on a Friday. By Saturday, I learned a thing or two. Cause up to then, I didn't have an idea of what the modern world was coming to. I counted 20 gas buggies going by their cells almost every time I took a walk. And then I put my ear to a bell telephone, and a strange woman started in to talk. What next? What next? Everything's up to date in Kansas City. They've gone about as far as they can go. They went and built a skyscraper seven stories high, about as high as a building ought to grow. Everything's like a dream in Kansas City. It's better than a magic lantern show. You can turn the radiator on whenever you want some heat. With every kind of comfort, every house is all complete. You can walk the privies in the rain and never wet your feet. 
They've gone about as far as they can go. Yes, sir. They've gone about as far as they can go. Everything's up to date in Kansas City. Me, 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 me. So he does this really long, like, dance sequence. Yeah. And I like, I really like the guy who continues is like, I don't like it. <laughs> That's my favorite guy. Yeah. Because he I... does it once and then he does a long number and then he goes, still don't like it. <laughs> Sir, it's a tap number. What do you mean you don't like it? Also, just that he was like, I saw these people do this. And then everyone's like, got it. I can also do it now. Um, and that's about as much as I can do. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because I'm an ailer and my knees are hurting. Yeah. Ann Eller does the like classic old person yes. in a musical. I get up and I dance for a second. Then I go, oh, I can't do anymore. <laughs> Very fun. Um, but you come to find out um, he also, over the course of the scene, he won $50. Essentially, I think he was in a rodeo. I'm going to assume. Because mm-hmm. he, too, is a f- uh, fellow cowboy. Cowboy. A rancher. A ranch her horny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought you'd like that more. Um, and Ado Annie's dad was like, you need $50 in order to marry my daughter. Mm-hmm. So he got $50, and then he bought, used the $50 to buy a bunch of gifts. Um, and one of the gifts is this thing called a little wonder and you hold it up to your eye and you look through it and it like has pictures of like naked girls, naked girls. Yeah. I don't know if they're naked or they're, they're just probably like, like un, you know, taking off a stocking. Or... Yeah. <laughs> Holding a glove. <laughs> yeah. Just nothing. Holding yeah. a hat. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's very scant. Yeah, it's, th- it's no brazers, but I'm sure at the time oh it was God. full brazers. <laughs> Um, I thought it was Brazzers. I don't know. Uh, straights that are listening straights. to this musical podcast. The one of podcast. you. Uh, we, have, we have lady likers that are ladies. Oh, sure. Who? I don't know. Oh, okay. We have a broad appeal. I'm a... Uh, uh, anyway. Well, there was a broad appeal in offer clothes in that. A little oh, no, wonder. wonder. There you go. Okay. <laughs> um, so anyway, <laughs> that was really stupid. So um, that pretty much ends the scene. That's all you find out in the scene. Mm-hmm. It's just that he had to get $50. He got the $50. He spent it on gifts. There's a little wonder. There you go. Get, get Think of it like a little kaleidoscope, but there's tits on the other side. <laughs> and there's a scene where it's like, and I was like, can well, I be honest? Yeah. I don't like the word tit. Tits. I don't know why. But you have to pronounce it like that. Tits. Get it. I don't like it. Not even when Megan Mullally sings it in Young Frankenstein? I like... Oh, no, that's funny. But yeah. that's in a song. Tits. I just don't like it. I like boobs. Our breasts. Tits. Jugs. Juggalanterns. Oh, jugs. Jugs. Was a magazine. Right, that's referenced in um, Bring It Down the House mm. with Queen Latifah, mm-hmm. Steve, Steve Martin, Martin, and Betty White? Nope. As the neighbor across the street. What Is am she... I thinking of? No, I think it's 
Lizzie's in it. Who's the Who's the racist mother? Joan Plowright. Plow- yeah, Joan Plowright. But I think Betty White's in it too. Oh, okay. I think she lives across the street, and she's like, <gasps> Well, when we do our Queen Latifah episode, when we talk about Chicago, we'll make sure to. How have we not done Chicago? It's the movie musical that brought movie musicals back. Back, honey. They had died and she revived. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, okay, so she's got $50. So now here we are. The swimming hole. Lori. So for a woman who. Nude. I know. Now, I don't want to victim blame. Oh, but hey, That's a way to start a sentence. <laughs> I'm just I don't want to victim blame, but. But. Good but Lord. I will say for a girl who was like, there's a peeping Tom in my house. You're not wrong. Why don't I just go to the swimming hole and dance and swim fully nude? Yeah. To get away from this craziness. Wild. <laughs> but it's a woman's right to choose whatever she wants to do. That's absolutely right. true. And you know what? So, it's still he's in the wrong he's for doing in the whatever wrong he's for doing it. Yeah. Fuck you, Jude. 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 <clears throat> so, Allie Hackam, which is the Persian peddler man. Persian peddler. And Ado Annie ride up in his carriage. Do you think they were like, well, back in back back in like BC when Persia like was So in in Cuz it feels just like a very antiquated In green grow the lilacs. Mm-hmm. He is Syrian. Mm. So so they did edit update it a little bit. Yeah. But also, like, did they? Because Persia's yeah. not a real... They just are, like, general area. I guess Mesopotamian merchant was taken. But also, he. it seems, at least in this mm-hmm. portrayal, it seems like it's a bit that he's Persian. That he like, was... he's not actually Persian. Yeah. Now, see, if I directed Oklahoma, which we will, um, <clears throat> down the road... Okay. That would be my full conceit. It would be a full Harold Hill. I wonder how they do this in Oklahoma. Hmm, I don't know. Probably cast a Persian man. Hmm. Um, but they could do proud of your boy. No, that's not. Well, that's a lie. We don't know here. where. Yeah, but we don't know where. Okay. Agrabahs. Yeah. I would do a full Harold Hill situation where it is a man that is pretending to be Persian. So you'll hear his accent like come on and off. Kind of like in the movie. Kind of like in the movie, but intentionally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, you see Ado Annie and. Allie Hackam. Allie Hackam. And they ride up and um, she, Allie rides away to go to Lori's house and. Ado Annie then sings a song about how she can't choose between men. Mm-hmm. Will Parker, she had promised Will Parker. But he left. He went but he to left. Kansas he City. went to Kansas City. And now Allie Hackham's here and he kisses her as well. Yeah. How is she to choose? Mm-hmm. So she sings a very iconic number. Called I'm Just a Girl Who Can't Say No. I can't. And surely this song, <clears throat> set, this performance of this song, truly feels like when you're learning how to play piano so you just like plonk notes Mm -hmm. ding 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 i forget i'm just a girl who can't say no i'm in a 
terrible fix I always say come on let's go just when I ought to say nix when a person tries to kiss a girl I know she ought to give his face a smack but as soon as someone kisses me I somehow sort of want to kiss him back I'm just a fool when lights are low I can't be prissy and quaint I ain't the type that can faint How can I be what I ain't? I can't say It's very stiff. Yeah. It's wooden. Let's talk about Ado Annie. <clears throat> Where are her teeth? Where are her teeth? I've never seen a woman perform where she She moves makes her mouth the cho- so little. Moves the mouth so little and makes the choice to be like, I'm not gonna show my teeth, so this is this is how I'm gonna perform. Well, Laurie. And she has this hat on that's tied under her chin. Mm-hmm. And because she's not moving her mouth, it almost makes it like she she's has trying a to balance or something. Yeah, like she's it looks like, like I can't she, move yes, my mouth that's, because that's totally oh, what it my looks little like. tooth. Yeah. Did it actually help tying a piece of cloth on your head if you had a toothache? Or is that just like, was that an old timey thing? I just think it was so that you wouldn't open your mouth too big. Oh. Probably. I don't know. I don't know. I didn't live then. <laughs> you didn't live in the 30s? <clears throat> no, I didn't shockingly let's talk about not the performance the song song. itself love it hilarious hilarious this should this needs to be in every girl's book is it crazy no yeah is it it's a very good go-to comedic song yeah but i don't if you're a character actress if you're a lori don't put this in your book (laughs) if you're an 80 annie and you know who you are and you know who you are Miranda. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I um, I like that. I would put this song in my book. Sure, I should that'd be actually, fun. I should actually do it. I would love to play Ado Annie. You would love to see me play Ado Annie. Who's funnier? We haven't done Carousel, but who's a funnier character? Ado Annie. Or Lindsay Mendez. Lindsay Mendez. What is her name? The um, Miss. <clears throat> oh my God. Miss Girl. Miss Girl. Miss Who? Miss Who? Pipridge. Her last name is Pipridge. Because she goes, Miss Pipridge. Oh my God. What is her name? I want to say her name is Lori. But that's not right. No. That's not right at all. Hold on. I'm looking. His name is Mr. Snow. Snow. An upstanding man is he. (laughs) I love that song. His name is Mr. Snow. When I marry Mr. Snow. No, and her song with Mr. Snow. My God, there's so much background. When they do the like, article. first we'll get a little bit of boat. And Julie we'll... is Ju- the girl. 
Yes. Carrie. 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 Carrie Pippridge. Carrie Pippridge. Yeah, because they sing the song where it's like, first we'll get a little big boat and then we'll get a bigger boat until we have a larger boat. <laughs> uh, anyway, 808. It's funnier. I would say 80 Annie is funnier because yeah. her resolution doesn't really happen until the end. Carrie's resolution happens at the end of Act One. They get married. Yeah. <laughs> well, Carousel's set up as a very different show. That's too. true. Because Act Two is fully like a drama. Pretty much the only character that hasn't resolved himself is Billy Bigelow at the end of Act One. Everybody else Ooh. is like, "Great, here's where I am." Yeah. Um. Who? Miss who? Miss who? Um, so we finish I Can't Say No. They go up to Lori's house. You meet Ado Annie's dad. He comes over. Um, and Ado Annie at this point has worked it into her mind that Allie Hackham has said he wants to marry her. This is not true. All he wants to do is like. Make a money. Use her and abuse her. Um, but she not tells even her, it didn't even like I did not get the vibe at all that he was like into her into her. He makes the joke that they should go to the inn and then there's the lit the, the the like parlor and then upstairs baby is paradise. And then she's like, I thought they were just bedrooms. And he goes, but for us, it's paradise. <laughs> um, but she tells her dad. And so her dad's like, great. I have my shotgun here, so now you have to get married to my daughter. Mm-hmm. He's a little too eager to give his daughter away, and I don't really buy it. Is it because she's... Because he's not a rancher? Is he a rancher or is he a farmer? He's a farmer. He's a farmer. And Will is a rancher. I think that's what he wants. He wants a farmer. But would you want a peddler man? I mean, like, obviously I don't care, but like. I think it was missing that like he doesn't man want in, Will. This man in Oklahoma wants a Persian peddler man for his. You know I what think I mean? it was just not clear that like anybody but Will. Yeah. Which is clearer later on. Yeah. But I think true. it just wasn't clear before this. Mm-hmm. This is where in the show, Allie Hackham has the song. It's a scandal. It's an outrage, mm. which is about like fathers using their shotguns to make men marry their daughters. Mm. Um, so that's an established thing. Yes. Mm. I don't know. Cause I remember seeing it when my mom and my sister in it, but I don't remember that song. Mm. I do kind of remember Judd's song. Cause I remember Judd having like a solo, which he doesn't. In a soliloquy. A soliloquy. Um, so, um, Will comes up mm-hmm. and he's like, I've got 50 big ones. Fi- I've got 50 big ones. And then I spent them and I bought you all these gifts. And she goes, but you have to have $50. <laughs> the point is Will. you need $50. Will. Cash. Cash. Cash in hand. Yes. Not a traveler's check. Not a traveler's check. No Venmo. No PayPal. No, no diner's app. card. No diner's card. Hello. We do not take the Discover card. Do places not take Discover? I think it was more like early 2000s things weren't, but now. Now it's like standard. Now it's a standard thing. Yeah. I remember when places wouldn't take American Express. Yeah. 
That's crazy. Now it's like, how did Americans? Yeah. Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? Here's a QR code. Well, I don't know. Who knows what's going to happen after this? It's fine. The global economy is going to crash. <clears throat> so everyone comes over because they're on their way to the party. And I guess Ann Eller's house yeah, is on Yeah, because she was like, hey, guys, pregame at my place mm-hmm. before we head over Beer to. Pong, all of it. Yeah. But just the women. <laughs> but just women. The, the men, men have to hook. You have to hook your hook horses your up. Hook your horses <laughs> And let them drink the water. Yeah. <laughs> so um, you also meet at this point. Wait, I wrote her name down on this page. Jesus. The Cummins girl, whose name is Gertie. Gertie. Now, Gertie, can you give me an impression of her laugh? Let's do, let's each do an impression. Okay. You go first. <laughs> I can't look you in the eye while I like Fine, prepare look, for I'll this. I'll look at the window. Like a horse. A little bit. I think yeah. that's kind of the bit. Mm, she's a horse girl. She's <laughs> a literal horse girl. <laughs> she's a girl that's a horse. Yeah. Okay, here's my impersonation. Okay. Yeah! Okay, so goofy. Well, <laughs> <laughs> gosh, I'll go to the box social with you. Oh, yo. That was pretty good. <clears throat> So you more voices like that under my reel. And Curly is not going with her, but they but came to this came place to together. This, they came to the pregame together. But he's technically going with Aunt Ann Eller. Eller. Yeah. Which is also very funny. Because like Ann fun- Eller's like, if you're not going with him, I'll go with him. Yes. <laughs> Icon. So the girls go in the house. Everybody but Gertie. Who wants to go with Hang Curly with, to watch him with the horses while horse Roman up. free? Yeah, yeah, she's <clears throat> one of them. And Lori sings a song called "Many a New Day." Many a new face will please my eye. Many a new love will find me. Never have I once looked back to sigh over the romance behind me. Many a new day will dawn before I do. Many a light lad may kiss and fly. A kiss gone by is by gone. Never have I asked an August sky. Where has last July gone? Never have I wandered through the rye. Wondering where has some gone? This is her. She doesn't really have a wishing song. No. Um, it's more like her. I'm going to wash that man right out of my hair mm-hmm. song. Get the picture. Get the picture. Um, <clears throat> but she sings a song and then there's like a little ballet that all the girls do together in the house. And it's so what I think of as Agnes DeMille when I think of Agnes DeMille that it's like what is that called the like you make gestures into choreography yes I like Bausch Pina Bausch Pina Bausch 
It's very that. It's very modern. Very oh for a music fire. Was that Peanut Bash? That's Shakespeare. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no, when you did your measure for measure circle. Oh, I think it's Peanut Bash, yeah. yeah. So, yes. So we get many new J. Yes, you get the gestures. Yes, powder, powder, lean, hair, lean, lean. changement, hair, changement, hair. changement, yes. changement. Um, it's very cute. And then at the very end of the song, you hear her laugh again out the window, and Lori's like, "You hear the wild horses run, right. run and free." And then they all go outside because I guess also on this farm, they have a peach orchard, <laughs> which is like. Are peaches, do they grow in Oklahoma? Is that the climate for peaches? I don't know. What is the climate for peaches? Georgia? Georgia. <laughs> Just Georgia. I don't know. It's a I mean, stone Oklahoma. fruit. Yeah. So it can be colder. Yeah. I mean, Oklahoma gets cold. I need a I map. I don't know. Are they the same? Because climate, I don't know if you know anything about climate. But if it's like the same, like, lateral, long, lateral. Mm-hmm. Latitude, mm-hmm. latitude. That's the same climate. So like it's like a belt. So if they're on the same latitude, then it's possible that they um, have the same climate. Probably it's above Texas. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. <sighs> so yes, as they pick peaches, <laughs> um, her Lori and Gertie get in a fight. Yes. Oh my God, this was so right iconic. off the bat. Yeah. And then and they kick her off. Gertie's out of that orchard. Gertie's gone. Yeah. Get gone, Gertie. Yeah. And then her and Lori and Curly have a little moment. They kind of like make up a little bit. And then they, they sing, sing. People will say we're in love. People will say we're in love. Don't throw bouquets at me. Don't please my folks to don't laugh at my jokes too much. People will say we're in love. Don't take my arm too much. Don't keep your hand in mine. great song Mm -hmm. it's also very the there's like there is like a a standard rogers and hammerstein formula and this is like they came up with this like 
not anti-love love song. Mm-hmm. So it's always like, oh, we can't. Oh, no, we mustn't. How how dare you think that we should? Because there's like the exact same song in Carousel. Yes. Um, which is? Oh, I sang it in... Um, you sang this in musical theater rap. I sang this in musical theater rap, but I sang Carousel's in voice lesson. Mm. I can only think of people who say we're in love. Hold on, I'm on the carousel page. If I loved you time and again, I would try to say all I want you to know. But I don't love you. Great. Yeah, because then you could say that they're... Um, um, <clears throat> must have done something good. It's like that kind of feel. Mm-hmm. Um, I have dreamed in King and I. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So- South Pacific kind of doesn't have one. Weirdly. Yeah. Because it has some enchanted evening, but mm-hmm. that's not really like we're not in love. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, the whole show is about Nellie doesn't want to be with this man, so. Well, she does, but she doesn't. Yeah, exactly. So she is the song. Yeah. Um. So they sing that, and at the end of the song, they're kind of in, like, a better place. Mm-hmm. So Curly's, Curly's like, like, I'm going to go talk to Judd and get you out of going with him so you can go with me. And she was like, be careful, Curly. So he goes into his... Cobble. Cobble. <laughs> and Judd. Oh, Judd. <laughs> Have I made a match for you? <laughs> He's <laughs> handsome. He's young. Alrighty, sixty-two. Um, and upon entering, upon my word, <laughs> he notices a rope, and he's like, "This is a pretty good rope here, Judd." Uh, thinking you might want to hang yourself on it. <laughs> Which is just like the craziest way to breach a to, conversation. To breach a conversation and ask, are you experiencing mental health yeah. issues? Oh my God. It, it's truly crazy that his tactic is... Because then the whole song... Because then we go into Poor Judd is Dead. Yeah. And the whole thing is like, think about how sad people will be in, when you're dead, Judd. That's how much they love you. Poor But we, you won't Judd. know till you're dead. Poor, so don't go to the dance. <laughs> Kill yourself. It, it truly wild. Folks, we are gathered here to mourn and groan over our brother Jed Fry, who hung himself up by a rope in a smokehouse. And then there'd be weeping and wailing from some of those women. And then he'd say, "Judd was the most misunderstood man in his territory. People used to think he was a mean, ugly felon, call him a dirty skunk, an ornery pig stealer." But folks that really knowed him know that beneath them two dirty shirts he always wore their feet are hard as big as all outdoors as big as all outdoors yet fry loved his fellow man he loved his fellow man he loved the birds of the forest and the beasts of the field he loved the mice and the vermin in the barn and he treated the rats like equals which was right 
loved all the little children. He loved everything and everybody in the world. Only, only he never let on. So nobody ever knowed it. Poor John is dead. Poor John Fry is dead. His friends will weep and wail for miles around. Miles around. The daisies in the dell will give out a different smell because poor Judd is underneath the ground. Comedy. But also, so at this point you're like, maybe I feel bad for Judd. Yeah. I mean, this man is... What has he done? Well, let's find out. He sits down with Curly, and then he's like, you know that fire at that farmhouse that killed the like family? Uh, yeah, I, I know the guy who I heard it. Uh, I know who I did it. <laughs> it wasn't me. It wasn't me. I swear. Um, guy I know, down at the Baskin Robbins. He told me he did it. <laughs> That's a Ferris Bueller's Day Off reference. Mm. Um. So yeah, he's a murderer, which is great. <laughs> so <laughs> so really, there you go. There's proof. A A plus. He's not just a creep. No. Yeah. Also, like, so he has these, like, pictures up in his little room. Yeah. Of, like, cave. girls in, like, what are those girls? Like, saloon girls? Yes, yeah. Can-can girls. Yeah. Well, I think can-can is more, like, French, whereas, like, mm-hmm. these are a little more dirty. Saloon. Yeah. Well, not that know. I would say can-can girls in France are clean, but... Saloon girls, you know how every comedy queen in RuPaul's Drag Race has a saloon, a saloon <laughs> look, saloon look. Um, so then it ends up being like they get in this fight, and then Curly's like gonna leave, and then Judd fires his gun. So to then sc- to scur him, to scur him, and then and then Curly fires his gun through the little, little knot hole in the wall to be like, look how good my aim is. It's like a pissing contest. Yeah. So then everyone hears these shots, so they run down. So all the women, mind you, who are just outside. Yeah, picking peaches. peaches. Run and go, oh, we heard a, we heard a ghost. Huh? We heard a ghost? <laughs> what? We, well, oh, we heard, we heard a gunshot. Oh, a gunshot. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then they're like, oh, no, we're just playing around. And then Allie Hackham comes in, because never a more opportune moment to sell your mercantile goods yes. than right now. Hey, remember those dirty pictures you bought off of me? I got some more. Yeah, but then he's like, no, I want... I want the small, small I want this little wonder. little wonder. And he was like, I don't know what that is. And small like, wonder. Small wonder was a sitcom in the 80s about a little robot girl. What? <laughs> In America? Yes. Really? Small. It's a I've small never wonder heard of this. where they, it's a sitcom family, mom, dad, little brother. They build a little girl robot because they want a daughter. So she's a robot and she's full Shirley Temple, but it's like, I am a robot. <laughs> That's how she speaks in the show. Iconic sitcom. Is it? Because yeah. I've never heard of it. <laughs> Okay. So he's like, I want this item, which is like this like tourney thing. And it's the thing we talked about earlier, mm-hmm. but also, which we didn't know, 
we are learning new information. If you touch the end, a blade pops out. So is it meant to be like, oh, look at this hot, hot pair of tits at the end of this thing. Uh And then I touch the tip and the blade slashes my hand off. That's what I don't understand. It's not like it goes into your face. It just no, like comes it, like, down perpendicular. Up. Like it's to like the... a like a Swiss Army knife. Yeah. Like, it was like boop. <laughs> so I don't know. Just supposed to hurt, I guess. Anyway. What if you're not even holding it the right way and it just pops out and nothing happens? And it's like boop. Because oh. your hand is on the other side. Yeah. Great. Maybe the pictures are set up that you have. It would yeah. be in the right. I don't know. So anyway, Allie doesn't have it. He doesn't. He's not wants nothing to do with this, mm-hmm. and he leaves. Um. And then, cut to, back in the house. Lori's like, I don't know what to, I don't know what to do. I have to make a decision. Should I go with the murderer <laughs> to the box social? Who also works on our farm, and I'm sure we don't lock our doors. And has probably been watching me sleep. Yeah, for years in my, in my uh, bedroom, bedroom through my bedroom window that which is, is adjacent on the first to... floor. <laughs> or should I go with Curly? Period. <laughs> <laughs> Who's got a great voice? Yeah, I, that's about all we know about him, to be honest. Um. So she takes a hit of poppers. <laughs> Hold bottle two inches from nostril. Close your eyes and inhale. Ask your heart what you really want. And wait for the answer. <coughs> Elixir of Egypt, make up my mind for me. I'm waiting for the answer. Now, for you straights out there, she takes, you can Google it. She takes, I'm not going to say what it so is. So she takes smelling salts that she gets from Allie, Allie Hackam. She bought them from him. She bought them from Allie Hackam. It's like the the scent of Egypt or something like that. Yeah, that it's supposed to clear your mind and blah, 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 help you make decisions, whatever. We all know what it is. They're quaaludes. No, it's nail polish remover. Oh, well, yeah. But also, like... It has to be pretty strong because it knocks her out. It knocks her out and sees uh, an older version of herself. <laughs> Which, like, if it's a smelling salt, so if you smell it while you're knocked out, you come to. But if you smell it while you're conscious, then you, like, pass out. Yeah. You just, like, flip-flop whatever state yeah. of being you're in. Sure. So she passes out. And then the light changes. You know what I love? Sitting in the Moroccan chair outside of my house, taking a stiff shot of poppers <laughs> at like 4.30 p.m., which is around the time that she does yeah. this. <laughs> so it's got to be so hot. You're wearing like 80 layers. You're now about to like go unconscious yes, and hallucinate. Im- yeah. Oh. Oh, oh, the God. amount of sweat that's just oh, like pooling God. everywhere. I think people were more acclimated to like weather though, mm-hmm. because air conditioning didn't, didn't exist. exist, so they didn't know any better. Yeah, their body just had. To learn I mean, to that tolerate. was fully me in the Philippines growing up. Okay, 
And when you when, didn't have air conditioning, we didn't for a time. How long? So you got your four story house? I don't know. <laughs> I was a child. You were a child. But you also, could tolerate like, anything. But you for were a us, child. it was like growing up in the Philippines, it was like you're only turning on the air conditioning when it's time to go to sleep. Like, because it's a box unit and you only turn it We can't it on. do that here. Yeah. I'd die. <laughs> I'd be poor Adam's dad. <laughs> poor Adam's you know dad. In the title of the song, it's spelled D A I D. Yeah. And then I can't say no is C A I N. I can't, yeah. <clears throat> so the song, she wakes up and sings, which she doesn't wake up, but mm-hmm. she sings it hallucinating. In her it's called Out of My Dreams. Yeah. Get out of my dreams. Is that a real song? Get into my car. Yeah. And it leads into, more importantly than the little, like, two verses she has, it leads into... um. Oh, is it melted now? Because mm-hmm. you forgot it existed. Yeah. Love my chocolate soup. <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> um, it leads into the dream ballet, which is probably the most iconic thing in this show. Yeah. It's what people immediately think about. Yeah. Do you want to speak on it? or? <laughs> beautiful, beautiful gowns. <laughs> Beautiful gowns, beautiful so gowns. In the in the dream ballet. It's a full recap of the show. Really. Right. Here's where we are so far. <laughs> she has to choose between Judd and Curly. Mm-hmm. So you get like a long dance sequence, beautiful dance sequence with Curly. With a Curly. And then she goes to marry him. Yes. And then she turns around and the groom is actually Judd. Yeah. And then you and get She's a, made the wrong choice. Yes. And then you get a full exotic dance number with Judd. And what life would be like with Judd as her husband. And she like now lives in the saloon. Full saloon. Yeah. She's a saloon wench. <laughs> She's a saloon wench. She's yeah. a pirate's wench. Yeah. And then then it gets like weird because then she like runs down a hallway. Mm-hmm. And then she like is Full outside. The yeah. And then there's a tornado. Yes. Well, Oklahoma. Tornado Alley. Tornado Alley. Mm-hmm. Is that a good drag name? That is a good drag <laughs> name. Tornado Alley, but then it's spelled Alley. Yeah. A-L-L. I-E. I-E. So there's a tornado, and she's like, uh, uh. And then, yes. like, Curly and Judd show up, and then they fight, they and then fight. Curly dies. Curly dies. Judd, like, stabs her. And then Judd, like, takes her. Yes. With him. Drags and that's her. the end of the dream. Yeah. And then. She comes to. Because Judd is like standing, standing over her, over her, her up. at the rocking chair, like it's time to get dressed for the box, the box social. And that's the end of Act One. This was shocking to me. I thought the, I thought the Dream Ballet was in Act Two because, like, once again, to compare to Carousel, because it's fully two. like the eleven o'clock number, yeah. <laughs> which is a full ballet. No, it's the sort of eh, it's like mid Act Two. Yeah, it's like the middle of Act Two. Um. So when it happened, I was like, oh, this is it. Um, And maybe that's why you thought this movie was quick. Yeah. I think so. Because even Carousel was long. There's a lot of endings to this movie. Yeah. 
there's a lot of places that could have ended and then you're like oh we're getting another scene yeah, oh, exactly. we're getting another scene but it is nice that the box social is the beginning of act two classic musical theater clam bakes at the start of act two mm-hmm. um well it's also like the king and i thing of like uncle tom's cabin was act two which was kind of the dream yeah. ballet so yeah. that's why i was like oh that it's a this is an act two thing for rogers and hammerstein I'm trying to think. South Pacific doesn't. No, it does. I mean, it doesn't, but it has the scene on Bally High. Oh, with... there's like a dancey. Um, What's Sound of Music's Act 2 opening? What's after the wedding? <laughs> Edelweiss? <laughs> it's different in the movie. Wait, I don't know where Act 1 ends in the in the show. It's not the wedding? No, I think it's when she leaves. Oh. Yeah. I know that's how the movie does it. I think it's the same in the show. I don't remember. Anyway, we love a rousing act two to get everyone back after intermission. Yeah, so Lori and and Judd have, like, hunt on this garage ride that, like, goes wild. Mm -hmm. There's a horse. There's, like, horses go crazy. So... The entire town is moving, going to this box social. <coughs> Anne Eller and Curly are in the Surrey with the fridge on top. Lori is on Judd's wagon, and it's mm. going so slow. Mm-hmm. He's because he's, like, purposefully making it He's purposefully making, slow. yeah, making it want so that he can spend time with Listen, her. Lori, trust your instincts. I mean, probably don't say yes to him in the first place, but trust your instincts. Get out of there. That's true. Because he was being like, you know, I've, I've been watching you. Yeah, I've been watching you since I, like, started working. Yeah. It's like, okay. <laughs> um, And then he tries to kiss her. Yeah. And she's like, no. And so then she, like. Whips the horses. Whips the horses into a frenzy. Literally, she does it, like, once. Yeah. And the horse is like. <laughs> and fully, it's like, they are running towards. Yeah! They're running towards Texas. Like, they make a sharp left turn. Yeah. <laughs> and find a train. Like, it's like so crazy. Like it's like a really long sequence. Yes, too. it was so long. Yeah. And it gets derailed. You're um, you almost hit a couple of trees. Yes. And then gets finally derailed. they run into this train. Judd, like, falls off. And he's like, would you do that for? And then she takes the wagon and runs. Yeah, then he, like, calms the horses down, and then he's, like, going to get back on, and she pushes him back off and, like, makes the horses go. So she goes to the box social without him. So it is at the box social. The box social. Now, I love the way this is set up because it is clearly a set. A set. Mm -hmm. But it's just so... (laughs) It's just so quaint in that it is a set. You, and I love so, an open concept. It's you know so me. clearly the studio, like it, you're on a soundstage. Yeah. And that's kind of charming. Yeah. Um, that old Hollywood charm. With like a psych mm-hmm. and a drop. Because you like, if you look close, <clears throat> like if you're just looking at the actors, you really don't see the background. Mm-hmm. Like it's like, yep, it's night. Or it's There's like dawn. Part, there's a part in dusk. the dream ballet when she like runs to like she's running away. Yeah. And because it's a drop right in front of her, you like see her shadow on the yeah. drop. And you're like, okay, well, 
But I think the Dream Valley gets away with it a little more because it's a dance. Clearly a dance. Yeah. Well, I mean, this <clears> one is too. Like, it's just an open dance floor. It's the is floor it of the schoolhouse. Be... Yes, it's a schoolhouse, right? Mm-hmm. That's what it is. The schoolhouse that's being built. And I love this number. The farmer and the cowman. Yeah. Oh. The, oh, the farmer and the cowman should be friends. What I love about it is that it is very like. Here's us sprinkling a little bit of like a theme. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, yes. And the show is actually about people coming together. Coming together. Yeah. Um, I love I love the fake fighting. Love it. I love a choreographed fight. My favorite part is when the cowman, the the two the two men. The two types of men in this party, the farmer and the farmer and the the men. When they start fighting and the girls just start singing the song by oh, themselves. Yeah. Oh, the comment and the farmers and the friends. My favorite part. Love that. Is when oh. Aunt Eller <laughs> shoots the gun. Shoots the gun. So, so everybody like comes fighting. to a stop. Yeah. And then. Points the gun. Points the gun at Ado Annie's dad and uh-huh. is like, sing. Sing. And then she just starts pointing it just at sing. everybody. Yes. And, so and she's like, sing, sing a song. Sing, sing a song. Sing it. Sing it. Sing it's so it. good. It's so funny. It's so funny. Just loosely brandishing a pistol. Yeah. It's very funny. Yeah. Um, Sing it. And when this territory is a state... Enjoys the union just like all the others. The farmer and the common and the merchant must all behave themselves and act like brothers. I'd like to teach you all a little saying and learn the words by heart the way you should. I don't say I'm no better than any. But I'll be danged if I ain't just as good. I don't say I'm no better than anybody else. But I'll be danged if I ain't just as good. Territory folks should stick together. Territory folks should all be cows. Cowboys dance with the farmers. Daughters, farmers dance with the ranchers' cows. And then the song ends. And, and then, then an auction have, begins. There's an auction. So, as a, since I know have about. Have you ever been to an auction? Like an actual auction? Mm-mm. I've never been to one either. I've done like, I've done a silent auction. I've done like auction. silent auction. Yeah. So, uh, coming from the nonprofit world, I understand what it means to, to raise funds for, <laughs> for an institution like the schoolhouse. <laughs> so, it just was very very admirable to watch them, you know, raise funds for for the schoolhouse with this auction. Where it's like they're auctioning off of like a picnic with the girl that you buy. Yeah, so basically you get a lunch and then you get like a date. <laughs> it's a lunch. <laughs> it's a it's lunch. like in um Do you know have you seen Groundhog Day? Mm-hmm. You like win a date with a person. Yes. Win a date with Ted Hamilton. Mm-hmm. That's and that's movie. that's the setup. I can see, yeah. Yes. So they um 
They all auction off. Lori comes in. She's, well, first Ado Annie, right? No. <laughs> well, you're almost right. First, Okay, first you have everyone this- appears to the party. Yes. A lot of people are late. So yes. first um, <clears throat> Will comes. Will and Allie have a scene. Yes. Because Will is like sizing him up basically like you're the other man. Well, I'm about to prove that I can marry her with $50. But no, he I don't can't. Have, but I don't have $50. Right, because he doesn't and have And Allie it. is like, well, always the opportunist. Show me what you have. Maybe I'll buy it. Well, she he doesn't say it, but the conceit is for him to be like, maybe I'll buy this off and I'll give him the money so that he can he can marry her and then I don't have to be involved. Deal with it, yeah. Yes, which is very funny. Um, So he buys some stuff, buys a water bottle. Uh, um, what is it called? It's like a wa- it's like a heat heat pad it's like a yeah it's like a uh, what do they call it? a bladder yeah <laughs> i think that's what they call it yeah yeah and then he buys like a nightgown mm-hmm. and a corset mm-hmm. and that gets him to like forty-five fifty. and then the little wonder and then judd comes in sees the little wonder and is like i'll buy that and then will's like he goes how much and will goes 350 <laughs> oh my god <laughs> Will, you're so stupid. So then he buys, he buys a little wonder. He's now at Mm $49. And then he sells, they're like, the rest of the scene is like, it ends with him being like, what else can I buy from you? Or whatever. So he gets to 50. Then you are correct. Then we have back at the auction. Everyone's done. There's only two baskets left. One is Ado Annie's, and one is Lori's. So Ado Annie's up first, and she, um, their Will Parker comes in. It's like fifty dollars, right? Does the chivalrous $50. thing of like, so I can prove that that I can marry you. And then Ado Annie's dad was like, "Well, if you bid fifty dollars, it's not going to me. It's going to the schoolhouse." Right. You don't have fifty dollars if you just. Bid and you it. don't have fifty dollars. So then. <laughs> so then Allie. Is like so mad. Is so mad because he's like, "Darn, this was my plan." That. So I, I now, someone needs to bid higher. <laughs> so that he can get his. $50. So that he can so he can get his fifty dollars. So he, Allie very graciously bids fifty one. Right. So that way. Will can have his fifty dollars back, and prove to Ado Annie's father that here's the fifty dollars for, right. for Annie. Which kind of just that's the resolution. Yeah, you think that's we're, it? We're done. Well, you think we're done. So then Lori's basket is up, and guess who showed up just in time to bid? Yeah. Walk walking all the way from what Texas, wherever they were. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so Judd comes in and he starts bidding. Curly, we find out, has no money, is broke, broker than a joke. Mm-hmm. Um, so he starts selling. So he then sells, he sells the saddle. saddle. He sells his horse. And then sells his gun. And then sells his gun. And he sells something else, doesn't he? Or is that it? That's it. That's it. That's it. He ends up beating Judd. Point is. Because Judd, I think, has like $47 or something mm-hmm. like that. 
So he gets 52. <clears throat> I think I wrote it down. 53. Yep. Um, saddle, horse, and gun. Yeah, I wrote it down. Wow. Look at me go. Saddle, horse, and gun. And ha, 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 no hard feelings, you would think. You would think. Then Judd pulls him to the side and is like, Hey. Hey, let me show you this little wonder. <laughs> Why is it called a little wonder? I don't know. So he starts showing him the thing. Allie Hackam, who knows that there's a knife involved, whispers Ann Eller. I don't know why Allie Hackam can't just be like, mm-hmm. stop. But he whispers Ann Eller. So Ann Eller runs over and is like, hey, Curly. Put that down. You still owe me a dance. Yeah. Just to kind of get him around the situation. So he but doesn't. But then fully takes him off and then is like, just kidding. Go have your lunch with Lori. Right. Because the next scene is her and Lori, as him and Lori. Oh my God. The next scene is Ada Wanny. Yeah. Will. And Will Parker. Celebrating that they are now about to be murdered. Murdered. But Ada Wanny obviously has reservations because she can't say no. So Will was like, what is that one line? Because in the Encore episode, they kept singing it over and over again. It's like, you. You have to be honest. You have to be pure. You can't play games because you're a whore. whore. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, it's like a with you, it's yeah. all or, or nothing. nothing. Is it all or nothing with you? Yep. <laughs> nothing really gets solved. It's more of like, will you won't like. And she's like, yeah. I'll, I'll well, she's it. like, fine. And then he, the the goon girls come in and then they have like a little dance and she's like, oh, I see. Okay, so you get to have so your you little get, fun. Yeah. So then I will have my little fun and we'll just have all our little fun. With you, it's all or nothing. All for you and nothing for me. But if a wife is wise, she's gotta realize that men like you are wild and free. So I ain't gonna fuss, ain't gonna frown. Have your fun, go out on the town. Stay up late and don't come home till three. And go right off to sleep if you're sleepy. No use waiting up. Which is very open, you know, very poly. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, Monogamish. <clears throat> And then it ends with like a kiss. Yeah. It's kind. It's kind of cute the it's way it ends because he traps her in the pen. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you get Lori and Curly. Yeah, they get married. Okay, so Lori fires Judd. Um, yes, because Judd is like physically restraining, like grabbing her. her. Yeah, it's not great. Yes, <clears throat> and she's we like, passed the point of no return with Judd. Yeah. And um, she's just like, I'm firing you. You're fired. And then he says that she'll never get rid of him. Mm-hmm. And then he goes off. 
And that's when he kills himself and it comes back as a ghost and then haunts her. Mm-hmm. But she says, no, he's not actually dead. He's just an invisible man. You can't see him. Oh, and it stars um, Elizabeth Moss. Yeah. Scientology. <laughs> so then Curly comes up and she's like crying and she tells him that she fired him and da da da. And then um, then he like kisses her. And she's like, oh, oh, ooh, ooh. wow, how, how quickly I forget that a man just assaulted me. Um, yeah. And it ends with like the promise of marriage and they decide they're going to get married. And we finally put to bed this whole will they, won't they? They will. They will. <laughs> they, they will, flip, Parker. They flipped the script and said, let people say we're in love. Yes. Let people say we're What happens now? Just keep your hand in mine. Your hand feels so grand in mine. Let people say we're in love. Starlight. So in case we didn't know if the Will Parker Ado Annie situation was done. This is the one where I was like, cut this scene. Yes. Cut this Edit. scene. Allie Hackham's like leaving. And then Ado Annie's like, okay, goodbye. I'm sorry I can't marry you. And then he's like, let me give you a Persian goodbye, which is essentially just like making out with her. Yeah. Will Parker walks up. Allie Hackham leaves. And then Will Parker is like, you ever had an Oklahoma hello? And then he makes out with her. Mm-hmm. Listen. Fun. She's not in a bad spot. No. For an actress to play, Ain't No Annie, if you got two good-looking guys playing Will and Allie Hackam, you're set. You're all set. You get to make out most of the show. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's a fun It's a fun role. Make out like a bandit. Get it? Mm-hmm. So then there's the wedding. Now, I did expect the wedding to be the final scene of the show. So I was kind of surprised when it happened. I was like, oh, I thought this was going to be the end. Yeah. So there's the wedding and then they sing Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. Judd is skulking outside the window Mm -hmm. yet again, even though he's been From there, after they sing Oklahoma. This is truly the movie just like, okay, fast forward. <laughs> Let's resolve this whole thing. Yeah, Gertie comes in. Good old Gertie. She's now married to Allie. Hack him. <laughs> Ado, Annie, and Gertie get in a fight. That's Which that's is it. weird because like, Ado, whatever. You know fine. What? <laughs> well, fine. Who cares? So... <laughs> Oh, no, it's because Will was like, Gertie ever had an Oklahoma hello? Mm -hmm. And then she gets, like, jealous. Which is like, Ado Annie, Annie. you can't have your cake and eat it, too, sweetheart. Um, 
Meanwhile, they're doing the, what is it called? Where all the guys go off to like do pots and pans. Pots and pans at the, by the bedroom. What did they call it? They called it something. Like a a skirmish or something. Mm -hmm. Skiddly do. They basically like go make a ruckus outside the wedding, the wedding night window to like tease them and bring them out. So they bring them out. They put them up on this haystack and they start throwing like little straw children at them. Like, ha ha ha. Fun, fun, fun. Y'all are going to have psychics. <laughs> yeah. Um, then you see Judd set fire to, to a, another hits. haystack. So they all run like everybody on the ground starts to run to go help put the fire out. And then Judd comes over. And sets the haystack there on mm-hmm. on fire. Very dramatic. So Curly throws Lori off the haystack, <laughs> just like kicks her off. Yeah. Jumps down onto Judd. When he jumps onto him. When he jumps onto him, Judd somehow ends up falling on his own knife. Yeah. Like clean through the rib. Dies. That's kind of the end of the scene. Then the next day. Like, Lori is The sheriff with comes. Lori's with Ann Eller, and she's like, I just wish everything was the same as it always was. And then I do like there's a moment Ann Eller has where she's like, you just have to look at the things that are bad and the things that are good and just say, well, okay then. <laughs> and then she's like, says something about how, like, that's woman's lot in life is yeah. to just accept everything as it is. Which I kind of think is, like, a little bit of classic rogers and hammerstein old lady wisdom mm-hmm. popping through and she then she didn't have a solo she didn't have a <coughs> climb every she doesn't mountain. have a song yeah she didn't do anything um and then um then yes the sheriff or like the federal person yeah. comes in the federal marshal comes in curly comes in the judge comes in the judge also happens to be ado annie's dad this is what i was confused by i thought he was a farmer <laughs> I think in towns that are so small, I think you do have... You just, like, pick a person that is, like, yeah. a judge. Yeah. And it's not like your date. I mean, you don't have enough people in the town to be like, I can you do this just eight hours judge. a day, yeah. five days a week. Um, so then there's this whole scene where they're like, well, we need to get them to the train station for their honeymoon. So but the just, federal marshal is like, like... No, we need a court of He law. needs to go to the actual court. Yeah. But then they all are like... No, let's just do it no, here. No, let's just do it here. We're in the kitchen. The judge. It's fine. He's the judge. He's right here. And then they, they basically this, just overrule him because they're just louder than him. They have this and mock trial. Yeah. And then he's acquitted. Because he pled. Oh, no. I'm so, sorry. He's not acquitted. He's not guilty. Yes. He pled um, self defense. Yeah. Bitch. And then they go on their honeymoon. Yeah. But the whole way they use, like, like the federal marshal has no powers because they're like, as soon as this place becomes a state, you're going to want people to vote for you and nobody's going to want to vote for you if you like, yeah, don't let them go on so their there honeymoon. There was a little bit of that sprinkled in, like even like when um, Carly was like excited <clears throat> about Lori, mar- like marrying Lori and he- oh, we completely was like before the wedding, he's giving up being a cowboy to be a farmer to marry Lori mm-hmm. so then he can work on the farm. Yeah. And so he's like f- giving up the frontier idea into like becoming a farmer and it's like when we become a state like 
that's gonna be the new thing. We're gonna be part of a de- the union. Yeah, just weird. And like, I could tell they were like sprinkling it in. I'm sure to just kind of like set time and place. Yeah. But you know, there are people who are like, this means something. You know, music theater scholars are like, this is a metaphor for blah 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 yeah. to this. And I'm sure if I was, you know, still in school, I would make the effort to make those links. I'm sure they're there. Yeah. And then they sing Oh What a Beautiful Morning Reprise Mm -hmm. and then they drive off onto their honeymoon. simple plot it's a lot of like it's a lot of scenes yeah there's a lot of scenes there's really not that much it doesn't feel like there's that much music no there's only like 10 songs yeah actually which is crazy because we were talking about in the beginning once the movie starts oh what a beautiful morning goes right into sorry with the fringe and then goes right into um there's 11 city yeah that's funny. Um, I really liked the movie. It felt, it felt tighter than other. <laughs> I just said that it's like some drawn, it's a little drawn out in the scenes. But it was like, the plot was very easy to follow along. Mm-hmm. It was very palatable mm-hmm. because they don't make it complex by showing multiple things at once. Mm-hmm. It's literally like pause. Let's go to this side. Pause. Let's go here. Mm-hmm. It feels um, like a sitcom. Yeah. In, like, the way it's so formulaic. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. A plot, B plot, A plot, B plot. Yep. Exactly. Um, My biggest takeaway is definitely Anna Lauren, Ada Wani. Wow. Even though this, I don't like this performance of Anna I don't like her, but I like, I love that character. Yeah. It's such a good character. Man. I think my favorite I'm truly inspired to do Ada Wani drag. (laughs) I think my favorite person in this is Ann Eller, mm-hmm. but both Gordon McRae and Shirley Jones are so good. They are very good. She is so sweet yeah. as Lori, and he's like so hot mm-hmm. as Curly. Very like. <laughs> oh my God. The ideal cowboy. Yes. <laughs> wow. Like Wowie. I truly, I see Paul Newman. Platonic image. Yes. Because it is very that. Mm-hmm. Very that. Um, okay, so we know that there was a Broadway revival, but if we were to reboot this film today, oh, right. who would you cast? I mean, it's like a Hugh Jackman type, but I feel like there's someone that's younger. It has to be young. <laughs> I would say Tveit, Aaron Tveit, but he needs, it's someone a little bit more rugged than Aaron. I Chris would... Evans could probably do it. If Chris Evans can sing, and he knows he he wants to do a musical. 
a Timmy Chalamet. <laughs> a Timmy Chalamet Will Parker, I would yeah, be very yeah. into. Um, you know what? Screw it. Florence Pugh as Lori. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm ready. She's definitely a, a, a grittier Lori. Sure. She'd um, actually be a great Ada Annie. Yes. Anna Taylor Joy, the one who played the Emma in the movie Emma, she would be mm. a fun. She would be a fun Lori. Mm-hmm. Um, very, very doe-eyed. Her, her eyes are her massive. Eyes are huge. Yeah, very doe-eyed Lori. Um, How about a Ben Stiller? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Allie Hackam. Allie Hackam. Um, yeah, I don't know who Curly is. I always have problems with men. I, I would have do problems a, with men in general. <laughs> I would do a Chris Evans, I think. Oh, my God. I think I'd want... The only thing is... I think his beard... The beards that he's had as Captain America have been too cleaned up. Like, I want him to have, like, a scraggly... Oh, see, I don't... Five o'clock I need shadow. a curly that is, like... Clean shaven. Clean shaven looks like he walked right out of the 1950s. Yeah. Yeah, it almost feels like Chris Evans' skin is a little too perfect. <laughs> to be I just curly. think Chris Evans is too old. Like, I want, like, they're so young. The characters are supposed to be, like, really young. Oh, are they? Yeah, I mean, she's, like, probably hmm. 17. He's probably 19, because he has no money. Yeah. He may be, like, 21 at the most. <clears throat> but we don't, we don't do James Deans anymore. I know. That's why Believe it's... Timmy Chalamet. <laughs> no. Timmy's Timmy's too scrawny. Timmy's like a Heath Ledger, almost. Yeah. Like when Heath, Heath was really young. Yeah. Yeah, we don't do James Deans anymore. Ansel Elgort. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like, who, who I, are I the need Ansel Elgorts? I need yes. to see his West Side before his Tony. I... Who are his... Who are the other Ansel Elgorts of today? I don't know. KJ Appa. Ugh, no. <laughs> With that red hair. Yeah. That actual God-given red hair that did not come from a box. Yeah. Because I would say, like, I can only think of, like, the Taron Edgertons, but he's, he's not, I don't know. He's too sophisticated. Yeah. You know who should be curly? That guy on Twitter Tom who was Holland. like, the guy on Twitter that was like, I just came back from the rodeo and I went to the gay rodeo. You know who? You know who should be curly? Who? Or no? You know who should be Will? Uh huh. Do you remember Mason? The oh little yes, Walmart the yodeling kid, boy, the little yodeler. Yes. Done. Oh oh Done. oh oh yes. I went to Kansas City on a Friday. Ooh. That would be so fun to do Kansas City as a yodel. Mm-hmm. That would be funny. Uh and that's Oklahoma. That was a fun movie. Well, you can follow us. Oh. <laughs> yes, you can follow us on Twitter. I'm assuming we don't have any reviews. We don't have a Twitter. Yeah, we do, girl. We have Twitter. a Facebook. Twitter.com slash showgaze. Oh. Facebook.com Who runs our Twitter? Showgaze. I do. When do you tweet? Pretty consistently. I don't even follow it. I didn't know we had one. Twitter.com slash showgaze and well, Facebook.com slash showgaze. Um, best way to support the show is to review. Rate, review, subscribe. Mm-hmm. We're all stuck in quarantine. Yes. So. 
You might as well binge the, all these episodes are so long. You might as well binge through the yeah. whole thing. You'll get through like four. Would days. you like to? Yeah. Would you like to? Um, and you, this is ample time. You have time to like watch rent the stuff movie. on Amazon, yeah. watch the movie, then listen to us talk about it. Yeah. Especially for the ones you haven't seen, because I know some people who like listen to it, but they only listen to ones that they've that seen they've the seen. musical for, yes, so which I get. Yeah. But like, you have plenty of time. Yeah. So yeah, we usually try to announce what our next one is, so you have a full month to correct. Which yeah. leads us to very good. Nice segue. Thank you. What is your pick for the next movie musical? You could also go crazy right now and not do the thing that we had already that planned. That we already discussed. Well, I was like, okay, what's an April musical? So it's like spring, springtime musical. Why are you committed to this? I don't know. Because now that we're idea. doing it monthly, it's like, well, let's commit to the bit. Um, April showers bring May flowers. So we're doing a pilgrim musical. <laughs> Is that a pilgrim saying? No, I just mean Mayflower. Oh. That's the the boat. Oh, good one. Thank you. Um, no, we will be doing Disney's Into the Woods. Oh. I was like, oh, oh, that's right. But yes, we'll be doing little little <laughs> little gurgles. <laughs> little women Into in the musical. Woods. Yeah, we should honestly just keep up with this thing of like just doing musicals that we've done. <laughs> I mean, I we're doing done Oklahoma. I oh, just that's said right. that. <laughs> were you listening? I mean, and we didn't we're... do Moulin Rouge. That's true. Well, we hope you are staying safe um, in this quarantine. Flatten the curve. Um, go watch into the woods. Go watch into the woods, and we'll be back in a month to talk about it. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Adam, thank you so much for joining us today. Here. Thank you. You're welcome. No, this is the one I host. RJ, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. And we'll see you next month. Great. Bye.